Welcome to African Pod. My name is Philip Nyakbo. And in this episode, we are looking at one of the most powerful elements of communication known to the human race. My guest is a US-based African doctor, and he has written a book about it. Welcome back to African Pod. All over the world and across every culture, symbols represent a powerful element in communication. In the West African nation Ghana, the Ashantis, also called the Akans, developed a set of unique symbols called Edinkra. And as can be expected, they retain deep cultural meanings that words alone cannot convey. From the United States, a medical doctor who is originally from Ghana has just published a book about the Edinkra symbols, explaining their hidden meaning at different levels. More than just explaining their hidden meaning, Dr. Charles Karanche has created a new alphabet system using only the Edinkra symbols. It's all so intriguing. So, on the line to the U.S. state of Wisconsin, I asked Dr. Charles Crunchy to tell me more about his new book, why he wrote it, and the potential benefits. Thank you, Philip, uh, for inviting me to African Pod. Uh, I have always been intrigued about the Edinkra symbols uh, since I was a child. I grew up with the symbols. I've seen them. You know, I see them all over as a child in Ghana, there is always this fascination about them. You know, I always wanted to know more about them. I always have felt that I need to, you know, that there was a deeper meaning to the symbols than what, what they represent. People love the symbol just from the way they look. The deeper meanings are always not obvious to an uh, individual. So um, it just came to me one day that there, there is something more and, you know, the symbols could actually be represented in an alphabet form. And that is in what took me to the point of writing the book. And we'll explore that aspect a little bit more. But just to give it a broader perspective, I'm interested in your professional life at the moment, what you do. I'm a medical doctor by profession. And I you know, started my medical education in Ghana and I... Uh, until, uh, you know, after immigrating to the U.S. to join my wife, I did my fellowship in family practice. So currently I'm a family practice physician in Wisconsin, uh, USA. And so how did you find time then to go back in time in your mind to explore the subject of the fascinating Edinkra symbols? Well, it, it, was, it was difficult, you know, as a doctor, you're busy, you have responsibility to your patient. Um, so the only time I could do it were, you know, times that I, you know, I had some free time, which were very few times. Um, it, it took me a while to be able to write it. But as I got to understand the meanings behind the symbols, I had this passion and I felt that I should be able to share that with others. And so... That was the motivational factor uh, that you know I had through throughout the times that I wrote the book. So, Charles, you've lived in the U.S. for quite a number of years, and it took you that long to come to the point of deciding to write the book. So, describe to me the kind of mental exercise you went through, the uh, memories from your childhood that you had to reach 
into in order to produce this? Yeah, thank you for your question. Um, but, you know, I, as in my, you know, in childhood, I've had these symbols. You know, I have clothing with the symbols on them. Um, I've seen, you know, you see the symbols, especially in Ghana, you see it on advertisement boards and on television buildings. So you kind of had a mental picture about the symbols and you have constructed on some meanings that you know, attribute to those symbols and some of them you are taught you know orally as to what they mean uh, but the moment that I decided to write the book was when I had that you know awareness that these symbols actually can be can be an alphabet system and uh, from that moment the challenge that I had was that I needed to uh, represent the symbols in an electronic format and so um, there was the challenge of time, you know, to be able to uh, find time to write the book and the challenge of also um, be able to draw the symbols in, in the electronic format uh, to be able to uh, write the book. And then also the challenge of associating a particular symbol to a particular alphabet. And also if you uh, get a copy of the book, you see that there is the, the tree of life and also the numerology section um, of the book, which they are all things that unfolded. And also there is the phonetic section also of the book. And I'm still intrigued, Charles. When did you actually feel drawn to the Adinkra symbols? And I know you've mentioned growing up in Ghana, but I wonder if you were drawn to it the same way as you were drawn to it by the time you spent many years in America. So when did you feel drawn to the Adinkra symbols? I would say the I got, you know, drawn to the symbols during my last uh, rotation. It was actually in psychiatry. We had gone to the Kakum National Park. Uh, we actually were in the central region. And we had gone to the national park. There were, you know, you had symbols, craft uh, made of the symbols that they sell at the park. And I found a book which was entitled The Visual Symbols of Edinkra Alphabet. And when I read that book, actually, uh, I wrote the day that I bought the book, and it was in 2004. And so ever since I pick up the book, look at it and open up the pages, look at the symbols um, and try to understand the meaning behind the symbols and all the hidden meaning behind the symbols and ways that the symbols were used in uh, traditionally in the past ways that the symbols were used in communication and also how we could use the symbols, you know, in the present time. So, so what is the essence of the Dinkra symbols? Well, the Edinkra symbols, um, uh, they are visual symbols. They originally created by the Akans that represent concepts or, or aphorisms. So the, the, the origins of the symbols are not known. They, it's, there, there are some, uh, I would say, postulations on as to how they came about. The, something that the symbols came about in 1818 uh, between the Ashanti German War when uh, the Ashanti Hine at that time defeated the Jama Hine Germans were in uh, Cote d'Ivoire 
and the craftsmen, the captives, uh, some of them were said to be, uh, to among them were craftsmen who had the symbols and also introduced it into their Ashantis. And also another, another way that people say about how the symbols came about is that Edinkra means farewell in the Akan language. And so uh, the symbols were, they were worn by people to say farewell to the dead. So that's kind of how, you know, people say about how the symbols came about. So now you have decided to reinvent it, if we can put it that way, into an alphabet system. Uh, how practical is that? The Edinkra symbols are already known to the people of Ghana. So in making the symbols into an alphabet system, one, it brings out the meaning behind the, the symbols, uh, to the uh, make it you know easily available to the Ghanaian uh, people, you will get to use the symbols in their daily lives, and also the symbols that I actually chose for the alphabet system are you know they all symbols with some virtues, and I gave all of them there are three levels of meaning to all the symbols. Uh, they have the literal meaning, you know, a physical meaning, also a metaphysical meaning, and so. Beside being an alphabet system, by knowing the symbols, uh, you you know you can you learn about all these virtues that actually will make someone a better person. To your your compatriots back in Ghana and uh, parts of West Africa where the Dinka symbols is known, what impact do you think this is going to have on them? By the use of the symbols, people will have one. It will improve communication. You know, in Ghana and the rest of Africa, you know, and or wherever the symbols are adopted. If you take the way the symbols were used in the past, for instance, like a symbol like being kebi and, uh, and, and epa, when being kebi means bite not one another, epa, mean, epa has to do with the judicial system, so it means justice. And in the past, um, when these two symbols are written together, it just means, you know, justice for all. Um, but by assigning these symbols to an alphabet, uh, you know, each particular symbol to a particular alphabet, now people get to know, is any, if, if, if you use that in the writing system, you will see that if you write, uh, let's say you write a, a word like love, if you write with an English letter, you know, it just each letter is just a letter. But if you write the word love, with the Edinkra alphabet, each letter now means more. You now have Emre Dane and Nyame Bibi Wasoro, Besesaka and Eban that you use to write those letters. Each of them have, they have meaning behind them. And even the, you know, the bringing all those uh, letters together also gives it another level of meaning. There will be, there's a higher meaning to the, to where is written with the Dinkra alphabet than you know um, than you will have with the English alphabet, and beside that also, Ghanaians are already used to the Dinkra symbols. So uh, if you and, and not if, just Ghanaians, but people well, in other yeah, parts of West right. Africa, uh, Ghanaians and also you know the symbols are used in Ghana and other parts of West Africa. So um, they also. You can find them in Côte d'Ivoire also. But 
all those areas where the symbols are used now because people already used to this to these symbols the literacy rate in fact will you know people will just go up if you start using the decra um, alphabet because people already know that sankofa you know they know how it's written it starts with it starts with an s and jinyame starts with j and that's associated with the letter g and so you have that before people who were not literate will become literate just because they know those symbols but dr charles crunchy moving into the 21st century at this time and with just what you've said in terms of promoting literacy people some people might actually see it as um, a step going backwards because how do you begin to uh, incorporate the alphabetical system in terms of the Ninkra symbols into computing, for example? Oh, no, I would not say it's a step backwards, really. Um, I think it's, it's, a step, it's a step forward because the first thing when it comes to literacy is being able to, you know, be able to read and write. So if you have someone who has the symbols, they already know, well, people know the symbols, you already make into an alphabet system. Instantly, those people can now uh, write. And if they study a little bit more, they will be able to read from it. Uh, incorporating it into the electronic system uh, is just another step. The Unicode system, all that you need is to incorporate the, the the alphabet into the Unicode system, which is already in process. And after, you know, when that happens, uh, you can use them electronically, just like any other symbol, you know, any other alphabet. You know, we have the English alphabet, we have the um, the Chinese alphabet, we have the uh, Japanese alphabet. There are, you know, the other alphabets out there. So you can, you just incorporate it, you know, just just like any other alphabet. If, in fact, that process is quite easy. So according to your research, how many Edinkra symbols are there? There are over 100 Edinkra symbols. In the book, because English is the language of instructions in Ghana, there only 26 symbols were used. Um, and each... Uh, actually, 26 symbols were used in the alphabet system. There were three additional symbols added in the numerical, uh, numeral, the numerology system. So, to make up a total, a total of 29 symbols were used, and each particular symbol was assigned to a particular alphabet. So, in the Dinkra alphabet system, the only 26 symbols were used. You have five vowels and you have 21 uh, consonants, just like you have in the English alphabet system. So it's quite a, a project or a thinking you're engaging in, and it's great that you use the example of the Chinese alphabet and the Japanese alphabet and maybe the Korean as well that I can think of as well. So what you're saying is you think that in the future, uh, the Edinkra symbols with the alphabet system that you have created and explained in your book could become incorporated into a computer uh, software system. And that is right. That is what. Uh, that's the next stage of the Edinkra uh, alphabet system. And if that is done, it, then it's easy for anyone to write with the symbols electronically. 
but beside that, you can still, you know, you, you, yeah, you need electronic form. Otherwise, to write it now, you will just need the individual symbols to be able to write with it. So tell me your experience in writing this book itself, the book you call uh, a Dinkra alphabet, the uh, Dinkra symbols as alphabet and their hidden meanings. I was very happy to write it. I, I started, you know, slowly, you know, assigning the but the symbols, particular symbols, the particular alphabet first. So you have to, de I have to decide on um, which symbols to assign to which particular alphabet. Then design the symbols uh, because the original Dinkra symbols are much more, you know, difficult to write in an alphabet system. I have to simplify the symbols. And then there were a few that were actually modified uh, for the ease of writing. So learning, you know, Adobe Photoshop to be able to do the modification uh, was, you know, was a challenge. Um, and uh, and obviously time time was also a big challenge. Uh, but you know, it just uh, what I realized is that writing a book is a process. You start gradually and you just build on and and before you know it you know it it took some years but gradually uh before i knew it i was i was done with it you make it sound simple right uh so tell me though um what would you say is should be what would you expect to be the ideal outcome with this book and the dinkra symbols from now on my hope is that uh people will understand the symbols they will appreciate the deeper meanings behind the symbols be able to know the alphabet system and uh, eventually uh, be able to write with the the um, the Dinkra alphabets and and why 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 will that be something wonderful um, it will be it will be wonderful because People will, you know, from and even um, looking at, you know, uh, the response that I've gotten, you know, on Facebook, I see that people are happy to just see, you know, words written in the Dinkrafobet system because they are, you know, they they are tuned with these symbols. It's like they feel uh, part of these symbols, and um, they get more meaning from it. You know, than just writing a word with the English alphabet, and and this is because they grew up with these symbols, so they have that special connection with the symbols, and so I know that uh, writing will actually become a, a, an enjoyable exercise for people uh, when they do with the Edinkra alphabet system. So tell me your maybe a couple of your own favorite. Dinkra symbols and what they mean to you. The, the I mean the symbols. They just it, it's so difficult to single out a few of them. I mean they are just all wonderful uh, symbols. Um, I like Amredane. You know time changes. You have to you know adapt to time and space. Yami Bibi Wasoro. You know aiming for something higher is also a symbol that I like. So I can't even, you know, I can't really single out a few of them, but I think they are wonderful symbols. Um, you just have to understand 
you know, the meaning behind them, uh, being KB, you know, by not one another. Um, and then, and, and, and the me, even the uh, associate, for instance, gives you an idea about gravity. Uh, he that doesn't know if he learns, he, he would know. You know, you, you just, they just have this, you just get this, there's just, there's something beautiful about the meaning behind them. And then if you're understanding the deeper meanings behind them, just, you know, you, you just learn so much. And there is this virtuous thing that you learn with the symbols. And so I, I think that is what, that is the part that I want people to embrace. It's not just um, introducing another, another alphabet system uh, for people to write with, but but just embracing the meaning behind the symbols and writing with something that brings up the, the goodness in people. And the most fascinating part of your book I found was uh, from pages 71 through to 78 because you list the names of all African countries, all 54 African countries, and you actually write the names in the Adinkra symbols. That's right. That's correct. Was that a difficult thing to do? No, I mean the once you know once I was able to design all this the some the alphabets, it was really not difficult to write with them, uh, because all that I need to do is just you know you know the word in English, so you just replace the English words with the Dinkra uh, alphabets. Very fascinating, Doctor Charles Crunchy. And so, where can people find this book if they're interested? The book is available um, on my website, www.edinkraalphabet.com, um, and also it's also available on on Amazon, Amazon.com. Well, thank you very much for speaking to African Port. Dr. Charles Crunchy, who practices medicine in the U.S. state of Wisconsin, was our guest on African Port. His new book about the hidden meaning of Edinkra symbols from West Africa is fascinating. And more than that, he has invented a unique alphabet system using only the Edinkra symbols. For more on the good news and the bad news about Africa, subscribe to the African Pod on iTunes podcast, on YouTube, search for African Pod, and on our website, africanport.com. Follow us on Twitter at African Port. African Port is now available on Google's Android podcast. My name is Philip Nyako and thanks for listening.